As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. During the 2017 NFL Draft, the Saints made some amazing decisions. Well, now you can make an amazing decision of your own. Sign up to become an annual Saints Happy Hour Fan Club patron before October 1st and save 10% off the monthly rate. You get access to the Saints Happy Hour daily podcast ad free. No ads ever. You get the Saints Happy Hour Booze Bundle, four swag items, amazing. Access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. What are you waiting for? This great offer ends October 1st. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com to save 10% today. Once again, that's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome into a very special edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Me and Andrew were talking about guests we could get and different people we could have on. And Andrew was like, Ralph, we need to hunt down all the iconic Saints fans that dress up for the games. And we started to, we, we had this idea, Andrew, didn't we have it like before the pandemic, I think? And we did, yeah. I've got to give a little shout out to Romeo too, because he he dresses up. He's part of the Bless You Boys crew, and you know he connected me with uh, with Leroy, and I'll let you introduce him in a second. Well, but you uh, know, it, it felt like the most obvious place to start, just because of w- what he means to the dome and Saints fans and the whole game day yeah. experience. Well, that's right. We're joined today by Leroy Mitchell, but ninety nine point nine percent of Saints fans, y'all know him as the Whistle Monster. Uh, and he's just, I, I mean, I would say, I, like if we had a Saints Hall of Fame of Saints fans that get crazy and are known by all the Saints nation, I would say Whistle Monster's probably like on the uh, on the Mount Top Rushmore, one. right? <laughs> without, without that. So thanks for joining us today, Lee. We appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. Always got time for you guys. Who that? So, I gotta say, like, I want to start. Like, when when does it? When do you decide? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up because lots of Saints fans dress up as games. We, you know, I've worn costumes, different things for Halloween. When did you decide? Hey, I'm gonna dress up and I'm gonna be the whistleman. Like, how did that come? How did it come about that you started it? And how did it come about where not only did you do it once, but like it came about where you're like, this is awesome. I'm gonna do this all the time. Well, first of all, I uh, I was like everybody in New Orleans or Louisiana, I'm a Saints fan, right? And back when I started, you know, I used to just be this really loud, 
whistling guy without a costume, right? <laughs> and then, but this is back in the days when they used to have this joke. Someone broke into my car and they left two Sings tickets. So we weren't really good at that time, right? So I was just this guy that would go around on defense. I would whistle, and I can whistle louder than the airplane taking off, right? So um, my uncle taught me to whistle when I was 15. So when I went to uh, the games, I just I realized that like 18 years old that I can whistle louder than anybody I ever met. So I figured I'd incorporate the whistling into the to you know the 12th man, which really didn't exist back then. But um, so I would go and go and go, and then all of a sudden it hit me. Why don't I just put this whistle on my head, <laughs> and I can go around the dome, and I could be uh, I can be like the conductor of the orchestra, right? Like, cause people didn't know when to get up on third down, fourth and one, you know, second and long, whatever. So I figured I would just at that time I can bounce around all the time and nobody would care which seat you were in because there really wasn't a lot of what people. What years there. is this? Is this like eighties or like nineties? This is around uh, that was before I started the first time I suited up was like in ninety four. Okay, so, so like 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 the, the the end of the Mora years where it was yeah. like just about to fall completely apart. Right, exactly. And, uh, and I mean, like Buddy D gave me the, um, God rest Buddy D. So one time for Buddy D, but he, um, he, <laughs> he used to, um, he gave me the fan of the year when, uh, the Saints were three and 13. Oh my God. And <laughs> <laughs> that was so I had like a iron paper machine when I started off with, and, uh, Buddy used to have the show in the New Orleans center. Yep. So I walked by the show and, uh, one time he, he uh, passed by the show, and I had this brand new chicken wire and paper mache one that I, you know, just created. And uh, your boy was like, "Do you have a wi- a wife whistle monster or a girlfriend?" I was like, "No," <laughs> and I'm thinking he's gonna set me up on the radio. He's like, "I didn't think so. She wouldn't let you out the house looking like that." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, good old buddy." So, so we went to the drawing board and we made it out of sheet metal. So the that's what I was gonna say. Did you, the, the 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 whistle that you have now, it's amazing looking. Is that something you like had custom built? You, did you do it yourself? Did like yeah, I make a new one every single though. year, man. Every year I make a new whistle oh. and uh, I just go rolling around um, and get sheet metal from like a Home Depot or wherever the place I get sheet metal from. It depends on you know where you know what I'm feeling that year, and then uh, we just kind of copy it and spot weld it and uh, paint it. And it started off with just like a a hard hat under there, like a construction hard hat. And then we just evolved to putting a football helmet on it. And it used to be opposite. Like if you look at some of the old film, it was kind of like a balancing act because I kind of had it upside down and didn't really look like a whistle. And then we flipped it midway through and then we put the uh, bulbous part down and we slipped the whistle and the bulbous part and the rest is history. So when you, uh, I, I've, I'm well read on you, so <laughs> I've, I've kind of tried to catch up on, you know, just everything. But uh, I know that you started with paper mache, like you said, and then you kind of got the sheet metal. And so quickly, you know, it started to become, OK, let's make something that's both functional, but has a great look and a cool design. But it, as you evolve, it starts to get heavier and heavier. So I read that you actually spend the off season doing neck exercises to kind of strengthen yeah. Your ability to hold what's on your head. Is that true? Yeah. I'll, <laughs> it sounds crazy, but um, yeah, it is. If you look at the, 
anatomy. Your neck and your head is sits on this one little thing. So I'm just real concerned about, you know, wearing 15 pounds, people smacking you on the side of the head and excitement, pushing it around. And so I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to build up my neck. And besides what you guys and a lot of people don't really understand is I came from a long line of strong neck whistlers. <laughs> so so did you so like you have like do you have like an off-season plan where you're like okay maybe not this year because it's a pandemic but but every other year like okay i'm i'm four months out i gotta get i gotta start doing i gotta start training i gotta build the whistle i gotta do my exercises i gotta be in game day professional welder shana ford used vr training developed by forge fx to hone her skills as a welder the more time that you spend practicing it that's what separates a good welder from a great welder vr training can help students like shana repeatedly practice specific skills Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shape by the first preseason game. Yeah, well, I start training camp when the guys start training camp. It's kind of when like, <laughs> they start going. They get some swimming in, get diaphragm going so you can – I mean, my wife and those guys, they kind of – they uh, always have stuff to do whenever I tell them I'm going to practice whistling. <laughs> I just got to sit there and just, like, let them rip for a while. You know, yeah, She's like, sweetie, I got to go to the mall. The I'll be back at 5. Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> got to get that whistle right, man. You know, four quarters, oh, you know, it, you just got to keep coming. Kind of whistle, got to stay there whether we're up by five or down by 15. Every defensive snap, I got to bring the heat in the Superdome or wherever I'm at. Most of the time when I go to other places, they call the cops. They get real, <laughs> you know, this guy cannot do this the entire game. But the truth is, there's no rule to say you can't whistle. Yeah. You got. You can't bring any other devices. They told me once that uh, they use it in the Saints games. They said the only whist person that can bring a whistle in is the whistle monster because his mother gave him that whistle. I so. the the only I had somebody say they sit in the vicinity of you, and he said the only game that I've never been able to hear it when I see him doing it was the NFC Championship game for the Rams. He said, "That's the- oh, you gave me chills, bro." And he said, "Ready to go." He said, "He said, he said every other time." He said, "I could hear it." He said, "Even, even for Gleason, he said you could, you could. It was, it was barely there." But he said during the Rams, he said it was like it wasn't Not there. Exactly. And he, and he said that's when I knew that the sound in the Rams game was on a entirely different plateau. Of course, we know the Rams didn't end what we wanted, but I mean, that's just. That's just how loud your whistle is that people see you. Like if they don't, if they don't grasp it, like how loud a whistle it can be. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, the Who That Nation came strong. Too bad the refs can come strong, but we're gonna let that go. <laughs> oh, Any, I'm um, never letting it go. 
<laughs> so we uh, basically, this is how the whistle goes. So, you know, 97 decibels is like a concert, right? You go to a concert, you can hear 97 decibels. Like 120 decibels is an airplane taking off. Anything over 121 decibels causes damage to your ears. And uh, back in 2002, when the Saints had uh, the Super Bowl and Mardi Gras with the week from each other, mm-hmm. I broke the world's record on MTV with no doubt, Outcast, Mystical, all those cats. I broke the world's record for 123 decibels uh, human whistle. Unbelievable. That's amazing. It is. Um, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that is loud. I was um, a lot of an airplane taking off right behind did you. Did so. you feel? Did you feel like it was just another whistle, or did you know in that moment you're like, oh yeah, I got that. That was a special one. Um, the thing about whistling is, is like picking up a, an instrument like a trumpet, right? Like you can go, <laughs> like if it did that like five or six times, the saliva, the positioning of the mouth, and everything gets better. So like ultimately the. Uh, so if I did five whistles, the fifth one would probably be the loudest. Ah, so you had practice. Yeah. You get yourself warmed up. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I, I, okay, I want to take you back for a second. I, I want to get into COVID and, and, and the game day experience with you. But but before we get into that, I want to take you back for a second. And uh, you, I think you might be a little bit older than me. I just turned 40 this year. And yeah, I, okay. So, so, you know, I mean, you, you've been a Saints fan your whole life as I have. And I... I've always admired you because, and you just mentioned when the Saints went three and thirteen, you were awarded Saints Fan of the Year. And I've always noticed. I mean, I've been going to Saints games my whole life, and when I'm there, I, I feel like you've always been there. And I've always admired you because it's like that those three and thirteen seasons you talk about, uh, or you know the Ditka years. You were always there. You were always positive. You were always bringing it, and it didn't matter what the record was. And it didn't matter how the Saints were doing. And I always respected that because that's how, as a young fan, that's how I always supported the team. My question, my question to you is, and I'll speak for myself, in 2009, when they won the Super Bowl, there was just so much exhilaration because it was just, I had been told for so long by negative fans, and you know, we're talking about my uncles, my aunts, my my grandparents. That, the world. That it, yeah, the world, right. They just always told me the Saints are loser, losers. They're never going to make it. And it was just that moment where you overcame what everyone said you could never do. Um, I'm curious, when when the Saints won that game, did, did those kind of emotions come into your mind at all? Or how did you feel when they won a Super Bowl? You know, the funny thing is this. Um, I Back up a little bit. When we won the NFC Championship, we hardly made the kick in there. <clears throat> Straight up, dropped to my knees, and wasn't playing this. Just dropped to my knees and just was in 
tears, man. I just was like, holy shit. We yeah. are going. Can you curse on here? Yeah, no? you can curse. Yeah. <laughs> we it's it's, actually, it's the, actually encouraged, yeah. <laughs> we are going to the fucking <laughs> Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Like that, like, it just, it just overwhelmed me, man. Like nothing I can ever explain. And so I went to the Super Bowl, right? I went there in Miami and everything. And we were there. And, uh, and when we won, man, I, I was just in shock. Pure fucking mm-hmm. shock. Like I couldn't get a tear out to save my life. I was just like at the restaurant we went to after, I just was like stunned. But one thing that really just resonated with me really like a lot was I really just tapped in and was trying to just feel for those people who the older people who could have put kids through school, right? Yeah. With season tickets and always had the shitty season. Yeah. And I just was really happy for them, man. And I was just like I don't know why, but my vibe was to all the people that the older people who sat there and did all the heavy lifting and was there through those lean years, if you will, and just have those guys just I was just so happy for them. It was yeah. weird. That reminds me of not the Super Bowl, but the the two thousand six NFC championship game. Remember they beat Philly. Deuce had the yep. amazing game. Our and first, I remember we were sitting there, Albert. we were just, we kind of, me and my mom will just kind of wait for people to leave because it's just easier to get out, right? And we'll just chat. And I remember we were getting up to leave and they had like uh, a guy, he was probably in his, 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 his 50s and his dad was with him. And his dad, you could tell his dad was older, probably, you know, 75, 80. And he said, you know, he's like, dad, it's time to go. And his dad was like, no, no, the Saints are going to the NFC Championship. I want to stay a little longer. And you could, and like, I just, I, like, I, I got all emotional. I was like, man, all these Saints fans, like, the winning, like, if you have stuck, if you stuck through the 70s and the 80s with the Saints, like, it means, yeah, it means so much. <laughs> and especially, like, if you've invested, you go to those, you went to those games in the 70s and the 80s, man. You, you went to those games knowing that the Saints were going to get their head kicked in. That's and handy. you went anyway, you know? Right. And it just, it just me. I wouldn't say the Saints are the one thing that, like, in all these times, it brings New Orleans together. But the one thing that I was interested in, Leroy, is like, you know, as the whistle monster, you go and you're iconic. As I said, you're on the Mount Rushmore Saints fans, and like, when they. And I've known this as like a minor celebrity is like people meet you and they're like, hey, I want to shake your hand. I want to take a picture and this and that. And I always try to be like, I got to be nice to him because if, if you give one bad experience, people are going to be like, that guy, Ralph Marlboro is a jerk. But I always <laughs> wonder for you is like people want to take your picture and do stuff like how do you deal with that after a game when they don't win? And you're like walking out of the stadium and the Saints just had their heart ripped out, and people are like, hey, Wilson Mother, I want a picture. I want to shake you. Like, is it hard to deal yeah. with that? No, here's how I look at it, man. Um, I, I would say in the very, very, very beginning, um, you know, I would just basically – I always felt like this. I always – and I think I mentioned to you guys before when we were talking, but I always feel like people's time is the most important mm-hmm. thing that they have, right? Like, that's just – it's just you either you know it or you don't know it. So I feel like if a person wants to spend some of that precious time with me to take a photo, dude, I always got, time. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, I look at it like that and I'll allow myself to, and at the end of the game, I was in a Chicago game, which was really, 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 you know, a test because they were all Katrina this and Katrina that and all that stuff. But 
I, I use reverse psychology on them. I run up to after every game, I'll go up to the opposing person, the closest one to me, all the way out the door, saying, Congratulations, nice job. You guys did it. You're better people today. Who that? Get out of there. And just like I diffuse it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I diffuse them with their negativity. If they want to be negative, that's cool, man. I mean, I'm like, you know, that's not what I'm about. Uh, 90, most of the time, I take more pictures when we lose than when we win because it's all the other fans wanting to take pictures with me. And I'm cool with that, man. I mean, you know, like I said, it's their time is the most important thing that they have. So I don't allow it to get to a negative place, you know? And so I'm like, I'm all cool with it, man. You know, you got to, you know, like my guys, when like for the, the Raider game, you know, I went hard at the Atlanta, at uh, Tampa Bay because they were coming hard at me. And I, you know, I thought personally Tom Brady tried to come to a soft decision, a little like thinking he was going to come over here to the NFC and just try <laughs> and find a soft division. So I took the shit personally. And I was like, I want to beat his ass every time I even look at him. Love it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I went hard on him a little bit, but I'm still nice. I'm still nice to him. I said, hey, man, you know, it's all good. So now, obviously, this time they wanted to come hard with me on the Raiders. And I said, dude, you know what? Here's where I'm at. We uh, didn't have Mike. We didn't have number 13. We did probably one of our shittiest games ever. We had 100 yards and penalties. And we still was fighting. And if we didn't get the hook in the fourth quarter, we might even not be having this conversation of what we lost. So I, I like our chances, man. I'm never going to be negative about the team because here's why. Some places, they don't have a team. And oh I always, God, that yeah. always drove me to be supportive for the team. And I played a little sports, not as much as like, uh, you know, like on a high level, but I always knew people screaming obscenities to me or saying I suck or this or that is not going to motivate me, dude. It's just not, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I'd be happy that I have a team. I'm going to be realistic too. We shit the bed over there in that land, but Sean Payton and, and Gruden are buddies. I'm friends with both of them. I know them both personally, and I know they want to kick each other's ass. And I know that, um, that's, that's, it was going to be, get your popcorn together, you know? Yeah. And I'd like our chances with them with Michael and not making so many mistakes, you know? Yeah, and look, you know, people, fans that are from 2000, that are new Saints fans are younger. I, me and Andrew talked to a lot of them, and they're like, you know what? The playoff losses are so hard. I want to rebuild. I want to I want to go 3-13. and 13. I want to start over. I'm like, no, you don't. Oh, my God. No, you don't. 3-13, and 13, I- it's fun. It's fun. It's funny for, like, two weeks when they're comically bad, and then you get to October – and you know it's hopeless, and you got 12 more weeks. I'm like, no, you don't. You, you, you this, yeah. this Saints Golden Age is amazing. You want it to stay forever. You want it to last as long <laughs> as possible, even as, with the heartbreaking losses. As my wife would say, like, and this is funny. This is a lot of Saints fans. They don't realize it, but my wife is like, she wasn't there during the lean years, right? So she was like, my Saints won the Super Bowl, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so some people they don't. They don't know about those one and fifteen and three and thirteens. That doesn't make us any better than them. It's just that they just like they want to win. That's all they know. So you know, a guy like me who's been there, like, dude, <laughs> we you using church money right now, homie. I mean, <laughs> break. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, yeah, it's it's not like, it's not quite like Patriots fans, but younger Saints fans are pretty close in, in that they've only yeah. really, ex- like the worst they've experienced is seven and nine, and they think that's <laughs> as bad as it gets, you know? No. They um, don't know what I'll do next year. That's <laughs> right, yeah. Dude, next year uh, Leroy, let's talk about just the game day experience real quick. I mean, sure. you you are just I mean, if any fan has the opportunity to sit near you, you you bring it, you have energy. I mean, just talk about the game day experience you know, under your lens and man, how I, I it get feels. So, I get so hyped up, man, honestly. Like I cannot eat. Like I just I there's I can't eat. And it's just like I'm just so jacked up. And I'm ready to go, man. It's just like the adrenaline just flows. Like, I couldn't imagine if I was, like, in pads or running on a field to play. I'll probably just explode right there. Like, I just, but, I mean, I get so psyched, man, because I feed off of uh, energy, you know. And I, I like to think I travel in the universe a lot. And um, what I do is I basically get myself in a situation where I have to feel like I'm in charge of the 12th man and I got to be sure that people know when to yell, when people know when to be quiet, when people know when to get up and try and stay positive because people can go dark and you know, Saints fans you know, I want to tell you something about them. I used to always say on Buddy Deliberto's thing, they have uh, they have uh, brain damage and amnesia and here's the reason why. Like, they come up with brain damage with these analogies from in preseason that we're going to go 16-0 and all this crazy nonsense. But when we, um, when we are actually, um, when we're actually after the, I got a call from a guy, but uh, when we're actually there and you have to stay in the game, right? You have to say, look, Regardless of whatever, I'm not going to boo. I'm not going to get in a situation where I have myself upset in the middle of the game and I'm pouting against the team, right? So, And the reason why I say that they have brain damage and amnesia is because the beginning, what they say to 16 and 0, when we're losing in the end and, you know, in October and, you know, not October, when we're losing in the play, I'm not getting to the playoffs and not making it, then they're like, 
this is where they have amnesia. They're like, oh, they don't remember what they said and they don't hold up <laughs> to their work. They don't support the team. And I tell them all the time, look, dude, anybody can be a fan when they're good, right? Who needs you when they're winning Super Bowls? On? They need your ass when they're losing. <laughs> they need true. you when they just lost to the Raiders. They need you when they shit the bed. They need you when they almost, you know, when they when they play terrible. They're feeling down, man. Well, that's when you're asking question. to be at the airport. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrants, antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. That's my next. That was my next question to you. Is you know, me and Andrew are diehard Saints fans. There's a lot of diehard Saints fans out there. And look, I was me and Andrew was I was incredibly disappointed because we didn't get to go to Vegas. We didn't get to see Tom. We didn't get to see him kick Tom Brady's ass in the Superdome. Like it was amazing. But me and Andrew only go to three or four games a year, and it it changed our experience. But for you. You are the whistle monster. You go to road games. You go to every home Saints game. You, you just explain it, yet you are – you feel like you conduct the crowd. You make sure they – when to be loud, when to not be – how has 2020 changed your whole experience with the Saints, like watching watching the Saints? Here's what I always do during preseason, right? Like I'm putting my finger on the pulse of the season during preseason. So I'm trying new paint, I'm trying new, uh, you know, new methods, trying to do different things to, to obviously get better each time, right? Because, you know, three things in life you need to do: help people, try to be better, and leave the world better and in a better place, right? So I, every preseason, I'm trying new paints, new fixers, new all this stuff. This year, I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, I cannot believe this. I'm like, what should I do now? I'm like, oh, we can't even go to the games. What am I going to do? How do I get everybody together? We can't be together. So I had an epiphany. I said, you know what? I traveled through the universe, so let's take it to the universe. So I go and I tell everyone I make a PSA. And uh, and I just talk to the folks and I say, listen, man, we can't be together. And this is for the Tom Brady game. We can't be together tonight or today. So what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to go and we're going to have to hang out and make some noise and bring the wood through the universe, right? So how do you do that? So I'm like, you guys get pots, you get pans, 
it's like a Casa La Raza, right? So it's basically like you get, you start making noise. You just get a pot, a pan. I even think I said you get a hammer and bang it on the side of the house and people like that. But it doesn't matter what it is. You scream, you yell, you do whatever. But if Louisiana and the Houdat Nation got together for that Tom Brady game, which I'm going to do the same thing, we're going to be back in the dome. We need mainly the folks in Louisiana because you can only get 78, I mean, like 68, 70,000 people in the Superdome. But in the universe, man, we can get hundreds of thousands of people. So on defense, whenever you see Cam and those boys on the field, you get out, you get your pot, you get your pan, you get at nighttime, you get a cup and a spoon, whatever it is. You just, we're together making noise in the universe. And so we're bringing the wood on defense in the universe, right? So that's where I'm at right now with this. And uh, it worked. And I'm going to be doing the same thing. And I would suggest anybody who can hear this could do the same thing. Because, look, when we had Tom Brady in there with Tampa, I got calls from Croatia. I got calls from Costa Rica and Canada. And they were saying, dude, we were banging the pots in the universe. Dude, it was it. awesome. You know, I got to say, Andrew's really- got one more question, and then we got to get out of here. But I got to say this. And I don't know. People from the Saints listen to this podcast. I know they do. Listen, they're letting 750 750- friends and family into the dome Sunday night. We need ah, to get the yeah, whistle monster. Say this. Yep. We need to get the whistle monster into the game <laughs> Sunday I was, I was night. Say, we got to find a way to, if they're allowing 750 people, I don't care if you have to be Alex Anceloni's brother. We're putting you in there and you are a family Alex member. Alex looking like, man. We got That's right. Hair. He's, Same hair. Right. If, if whistle monster isn't family of the saints, I don't know who is. Like we got to get that. We got to get that done, Saints. But Andrew, you man, got one more I question, and then, and then we got to get uh, out. Of here. You know, honestly, man, I'll be honest with you. A lot of people were asking me about that with Tom Brady thing, and I and I said this, and it's you know, it's not a secret. You know, it's about if I want to go. You know, I do. I want to mm-hmm. sit against next to some dude like me if he is asymptomatic, screaming, yeah. spitting, and yelling at me. I mean, it's just. That's just where I'm at, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, you know, who who knows? They give me a whole section. To That's sit right. They give you your own section. They give you your own section. Apart. That's right. I will definitely That's rock right. the Superdome for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get on. If, if any Saints brass is listening to this, find a way, please. Get him back in there. I don't care if he's the only guy in the stands. Uh, all right. <laughs> Before I we love leave, you guys, man. before we leave, man, uh, tell me I, I need your energy. Tell me what to expect on Sunday night and give us a score prediction against the Packers. Okay, so here's the deal: we're gonna play hard. We're gonna fight our ass off. You know, now the defense, obviously, Dennis Allen and the guys have something to prove, right? They feel like they got something to prove, and you know, number nine has something to prove too. And uh, I really think. I mean, Aaron Aaron Rodgers is he's solid, dude. He really is, you know. But we've beat them before, and yep. we have a, a nasty habit of playing well against good teams and bad against bad teams. But I think the Saints get out of there with the win by a field goal, and I think it's just going to be a battle. I think uh, I think that the banging in the universe, mm-hmm. the home field advantage, bringing the wood in the universe in Louisiana. It's going to be the difference, bro. Saints by field goal. I'm ready Love to run. It. Andrew, I'm ready to yeah, run through right. a brick wall. I am. Yes! 
things um, happy hour. Get you some. That's right. I love it. Leroy, a.k.a. the Whistle Monster guy, thanks so much for joining us. Anytime, go bro. Thanks for your time, guys. Let's go get that win. Hashtag Let's go. Who that? Everybody, thanks for joining us. We'll see you Monday. Who dat? Go Saints. Who dat? Who dat? Ciao, brother. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.